What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is Black Series Rebels, episode 47. And good news, guys, we are remaking our entire series. It's true. So, we're going to start from the top. Let's get you guys reacquainted with our show. <laughs> we're the Black Series Rebels. We're a weekly YouTube Star Wars talk show with news, reviews, interviews, conversations, all kinds of good stuff. So, thanks for joining us this week. And because it's actually our 47th episode. Not, not our, our first, first episode. We got to get back to some business. That's right. We haven't done something in a really long time, buddy. So... For our new Rebels and our old Rebels, a lot of our old Rebels have been waiting for this <laughs> for about two months. Uh, the way we fund our show is once a month we release these limited edition collectible action figure inspired pins. And this month we are happy to announce that we have two new pins to show you guys. So without any further ado, Steve. The first collectible action figure enamel pin is the Monarch! Woo! Oh my gosh, this pin looks Ooh. oh so minty fresh on that Ooh, card. Wee. But it's not just one pin, guys. You know the deal. We have a second action figure inspired pin, and that pin is... Master! Ooh, Ooh. I love this one. This is Master. a highly requested pin, plus we've been getting a lot of requests to do a prequel pin. So this we are hitting... our first prequel pin. It's our first prequel pin, guys. So here's how this works. We fund our show completely through the sale of these limited edition wearable fan art pieces, right? So what we do is we make a really small amount of them, we throw them up online, and you guys are able to snatch them up, and we use that money to fund things like editing, lightsaber lights, stupid junk, you Road see? Road trips up to San Francisco Road trips to up to San breakfast. Francisco. We do that so that we can keep making this show for you guys. I give this spiel every month. Some people don't believe me, but trust me, leave in the comments, tell them that it's true. These pins will sell out. Our last set sold out in three minutes. Count it, one minute, two minutes, three minutes. They were sold out super fast. So, if you wanna get your hands on these action figure pins, all you gotta do is go to www.blackseriesrebels.com backslash shop. These pins will be available on June 30th, at 9 a.m. California time or 12 p.m. Eastern time. So at www.blackseriesrebels.com backslash shop, maybe you should bookmark it at 9 a.m. or 12 p.m. Eastern on June 30th, these pins will become available. Once they are gone, they throw them, we throw them in the vault, and they, they, they may or may not come back, but we just like to leave the option out there. If you miss it, don't stress, don't stress. Maybe we it'll be you. in a convention. Maybe it'll come Maybe back. Maybe it'll but drop later in a few months. For right now, though, this is the only way to get your hands on them, and they will sell out. So you got to act fast, because I'm telling you, these will be gone super quick. And of course, can't reiterate enough, all of the money goes right back into helping us make this show, which is the most important thing to us, is getting you guys free Star Wars content every week to consume. I gotta tell you, speaking of a master pin, buddy, you're the master at that one. I'm a master. That is just like a lot of information, and you killed it without any stutters or ums or likes, and I wish I could say the same for what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so. Last week, Return we of the Sith. Yes, yes. <laughs> Return of the Sith, Return of the Sith, Return of the Qui Sith. Qui-Gon Coruscant. Qui-Gon Coruscant. <laughs> Dude, you want to come? I am the greatest Star Wars fan of all time. He's the Muhammad Ali of Star Wars news. It's true, it's true. 
It's true, it's true. But we're not here to talk about the news yet. That's true. We're here to talk about something we announced last week on the show. If you remember, last week we announced we were going to be doing a giveaway. We were going to do a giveaway for three lucky fans that they could get their hands on the Funko Target exclusive. Is it like 10 inches? Oh, man. man. I don't know. It's don't big. Know. 10 it's inches on a good day. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Anyways, three lucky winners can have the opportunity to take home a Funko Jumbo Porg. To win this giveaway, which we're going to do for another week, all you got to do is subscribe to our channel, like this video, and leave the comment with the hashtag PorgNation. What do you got to do? You got to subscribe to our channel, like this video, and leave the hashtag Porg Nation. Buddy, you got right through that. Bam! Bam! 10 inches on a good day. What? And it's important to note if you entered last week, you are still entered. Yes. We are just going to tack these on so you have a second chance to enter if you already entered last week. Now, normally I would say, hey, Steve, what's going on this week in Star Wars news? However, hmm. there's not a lot of news to talk about. So we're making up a segment that's like news. It'll probably still have a news card, but it doesn't really matter. But it's a very popular Fleetwood Mac record. It's a popular Good. song by Adele. By Adele. <laughs> so with that being said, guys, hey, Steve. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars Rumors? <laughs> Hey, Steve. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars Rumors? Well, rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor. I wouldn't leave you hanging. All right, so <laughs> let's just get straight to it. Not a lot of official Star Wars news this week, although the Star Wars show celebrated its 100th episode. Congratulations to the Star Wars I'm not Wars impressed. Show. This is episode 47, so <laughs> we're, we're catching up to you real fast over Better here. Better watch out, Goots. <laughs> yeah, Goots. We're coming for you, Goots. <laughs> coming for you, Carboni. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations to the Star Wars show. I shouldn't joke. They probably get threats like that on a Jesus, regular basis. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but they, they do nothing but spread positivity and I know. fun. Seriously. Um no, we've had a lot of rumors this week. A lot of rumors in the Star Wars atmosphere, in the Star Wars online uh, world. I, I believe I, every single one. I don't know where to begin, but here, let's let's go with it. So, Alex, rumor has it, okay. Billy D. Williams okay. is going to be in Episode Nine. Cool. I love Billy D. I love Lando. I would have used him in other scenes in the other two, but like I would have definitely used him in eight. Absolutely, but like I'm I mean, I, I their hands are kinda tied. Luke's gone. He could be back as a force ghost. So I Leia's guess Leia's unfortunately like, gone. Who Han else is can gone? we bring back and do the whole deal? I mean I'm down with it. I love Billy D. I don't know if Billy D is Lando. By the way, real quick, can we talk about how I just like used my hands a lot right there? You look like a penguin directing traffic. Sorry. You look like a penguin, <laughs> like... No, I, that that's awesome. I think that's really cool. I would have liked to have seen him in 8. I'm excited that he could potentially be in 9. This is clearly a rumor. Uh, I don't know if Billy D is enough... To have fans be like, oh my gosh, one last adventure adventure with Billy Diaz Lando. I think we probably would have wanted him sort of linked in to like whatever adventure happened in Last Jedi. I don't know. I don't want to be sour on it. I just I Let me ask you something. Yeah. 
You, Alex Backus, you're okay. directing episode nine. Sure. You are responsible for the entrance, the en the entrance shot of this beloved character of Lando. Yeah. How are you gonna How are you gonna shoot this? Is it gonna be like all of a sudden this beautiful cape steps into frame? No, I would probably do. Um, they're clearly on the run. They're completely overrun. The resistance is hiding, and they have put out this call for bases. They've got nowhere to go, and somehow, some way, they end up on some little colony or system. Do we end up back on no. Bespin? No, sorry. Okay. I'm speculating irresponsibly. You're not speculating irresponsibly. You're speculating like most Star Wars fans do. And I would tell you, have we ended up on any planets that are in the original trilogy? No. Then don't get your fucking hopes up. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that right there... That's me playing with my action figures in my bedroom. That's the problem. It's canon. You, you, you were just a part of the problem. Like, you went... But it was fun. It, it was, was a fun. fun problem. It was fun, but I hate to be the bearer of reality. They haven't done that once. Where we've gone back to an original trilogy planet. I just don't see them doing that. Yeah. So why for Lando do we go, hey, there's this mining colony. Why revisit him there? I don't know. I, I think you're more likely to see him in like a planet where we saw Solo. Like he's back on that tropical planet like gambling away. That might be interesting. I find it hard to get super excited about rumors. Yeah. Also, this is why we don't talk about rumors very often. We just have on this nothing show. else to talk about this yeah. week except rumors. I it, cool. Just use them correctly. Don't make it this whole thing like OMG Billy D's back. I will be a little like, why'd you kill Mark then? Like if if, if this was all about bringing back classic characters and reliving an adventure, which, judging by The Last Jedi, that's not what they wanted to do. Yeah. So why make a big deal out of Billy D? So I'll speculate responsibly and say that sounds cool, but I just want the movie to be good. We had a long ways to go with episode nine. Billy D rumors are the last thing that I'm thinking about when it comes to that movie. Well, I bet I know what you are really thinking about. <laughs> what am I really thinking I about? I bet you're laying awake at night, can't <laughs> sleep. Yeah. Captain Weenie's there moving all about. This First of all, tail. Captain Weenie's my dog, don't think. Yes, for the newcomers. <laughs> for the newcomers. Yes, that's not some like, weird nickname for, yeah, for my wiener. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Captain. Captain Weenie's moving about. <laughs> Captain His tail's Weenie. like this and that. I have a long um, dachshund. But I bet Alex is laying there at night. <laughs> With Captain With Weenie. With Captain, just stressing <laughs> about the fact, going, God, I wonder when John Favreau is going to start filming his Star Wars TV <laughs> you series. You know what? Last night, I'll tell you a true story. Last night, I was hugging my fiance. Captain Weenie's curled <laughs> oh, up. His fiance's not Captain Weenie. Yeah. My fiance, Sarah, and then our dog, Captain Weenie, cuddled up. We're having a beautiful night, and I just said out loud, man. I wonder when the Star Wars live-action television potentially starts shooting. I really thought that out loud. Buddy, I'm here to answer your hopes and answers. Thank God I have Steve. Guess what, man? Rumor has it, <laughs> it's going to start filming in the fall. Cool. Are you feel better? No. Here's the deal. Of course it does. Of course it does. Like, when else is it going to start? A year from now? Two years from now? It has to. 
if the the big rumors are to be believed, we got nothing. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. We're getting there. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Cool. I, I, oh, yeah. I can't wait for the conversation we're going to have with ourselves today because I'm going to keep it super stoked and positive, but I'm really excited to sort of talk about some of the things that I think could be maybe run a little smoother. Not that I'm an expert, but... All right. Well, then that brings us to... This is a real short news segment, guys. Who cares? It's going to be a Wait real short one. Wait till you see one. the review. <laughs> if you haven't put it together, what we're reviewing. A storm's a-brewing, ladies storm and gentlemen. A a-brewing in our stomachs. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is the big rumor news of this week. Um, it was reported earlier this week in Collider.com by uh, uh, Steve Frosty, Weintraub from Collider, that... Uh, rumor has it, um, Lucasfilm. <laughs> You're reading this like an obituary. You're like, um, uh, I don't know. How I'm to... trying to choose my words carefully here. I don't know, guys. How, again, uh... this is all rumor. This is all rumor. But rumor is, <sighs> Lucasfilm has decided after the, I guess, less than stellar box stellar office. box office of Solo, it's made them reevaluate things, and they have decided to. Supposedly put the standalone, the rumored standalone movies, because they never announced officially announced any other standalone films. Um, but they have decided to put the long rumored Boba Fett movie, the long rumored Obi Wan Kenobi standalone film, and I guess others. I don't know. It's a rumor, but they have decided to hold off, put those on a shelf for the time being, and really concentrate on Episode Nine. Um, Benioff and um, Weiss. Weiss is the guys from Game of Thrones. They're supposed, uh, I don't know if it's a trilogy or a set of films, and Ryan Johnston's trilogy and the Favreau TV series and the Cartoon Resistance. Um, and that they really want to focus on making those the best that they can. And so, yeah, the, the, the internet was just in a hubbub. Oh, my God. Uh, no more Fett movie, no more Obi-Wan movie. Which is not what that rumor is. Is they're on hold. They're on hold, but they also were. But Disney, um, or not Disney? Then Good Morning America posted an article today saying that um, they're just putting movies on hold. The rumors that these there's never going to be standalones again. So there seems to be a lot of mixed messaging going on on the internet. This is why we don't talk about rumors on this show because or, or tweet or tweets or or what have you because. We don't know. We don't know. And even if they are on hold this week, some creative could probably come in there tomorrow yeah. and, and pitch something or have an idea, and, and so we're back at it. I, I'll tell a story that I think could be helpful. Oh. So, uh, uh, rumor has it, I'm not actually a Star Wars guy for a living. I'm a writer and an actor, and I, I, I uh, briefly had a show in development for a little company that has a, a mouse as the mascot. Uh, that does not mean this is in any way affiliated with said mouse with, mascot. If, in fact, I sure hope they don't find out that I'm doing said thing because I did. I worked for, I, I had a show in development with Disney Television Animation for uh, a good year and a half period. In development. Now, this is what development means. This means it is an idea, hold for it, that is being developed. <gasps> It does not mean it's being made. It does not mean it's greenlit. It does not mean that they've invested serious dollars into it. 
All it means is, is that they have an idea in development. So when Disney says we've got multiple ideas in development, for all we know, that is a one-er on a cork board. It's a brainstorm session that they just keep throwing stuff at walls. Yes. And then... So was an Obi-Wan movie in development? I, yes. I would, I would be, guarantee there I would was. guarantee there was an Obi-Wan movie in development. Boba Fett? Yeah, I would probably say it's pretty darn possible there was a Boba Fett movie in development. Is it possible there is a Clones movie in development? Yes. Is it possible there is a, uh, oh, I don't know, a, a Grand Moff Tarkin movie in development? Yes. All these movies could be in development. And they could be in the pitch phase. They could be in the rewrite phase. They could be in the scripting phase. They literally could be a post-it note on a wall. Yeah, so development means it's a long process. Nothing, and I'll tell you this: I didn't get picked up. Does that mean that Disney was like, "Oh my God, this show's so bad, we need to course correct"? No, it was we have other things that are more important right now than the show that we've developed with this kid. Uh, I didn't take it personally. It's the way the business works. I'm sure you're all enjoying DuckTales because that's what they went with. And <laughs> whatever. Like, it, I'm not stressed about it. And this is how this business works. So it's like breaking news. Star Wars is not developing the movies they never, t not making the movies they never told you they were making. And it's not that they're not making them. They're just it's on just, hold. They're on hold and they've decided to focus their attention elsewhere. Now, this is going to be a really weird, silly pitch for you guys. If you're interested in knowing about all of the possible other movies for other franchises and things like that out in the world so you can get a better idea about development, go check out a book on Amazon called Tales from Development Hell. It's a great read. It's short chapters. You'll learn about all kinds of cool stuff that maybe you wished had gotten made and maybe you're pretty glad didn't get made. Uh, there have been multiple documentaries made about movies that sounded amazing. Mm -hmm. That sounded terrible that were never made. This, this to me is, it makes sense why Disney's doing this, if, if it's true. I don't fault them for it. I don't, I personally don't think it's the right move. I don't think less Star Wars is how you get to a place where people aren't so precious with Star Wars. I actually think the answer is more Star Wars. I think you need to get to a place where fans can have a little bit here, a little bit there. They can dabble in the ways that they want to dabble. And if you want to consume all the content, great. If you don't want to consume certain content, fine. But this, this precious way of dealing with movie to movie like they did with The Force Awakens to great success, and again with Rogue One to great success, and again with Last Jedi to great success, but also not great success because you built up this huge giant hype train and then unfortunately for some fans you couldn't deliver on that. And what does it create? Crazy entitled behavior. So that brings us to the last part of the news. What's the last part of the news? Apparently we're getting a fan produced $200 million remake of The Last Jedi. This is not a rumor. This is true. This is fact. This is the only part of the news segment <laughs> that is true. Now, I will not link to this in the show notes. We will not tell you guys to go to this website because we should not pay these people any attention. But you know what we should do? We should laugh at it. <laughs> Can I make fun of it for a little we, bit? This is where, you know, we did a video, Kelly Mutran. We don't condone bullying. We don't condone violence. Anything like that. But 
if someone's got a dumb idea, <laughs> we're gonna make like fun a of it. dumb idea, <laughs> and clearly it's just to get attention for like two days on Twitter. I'm gonna laugh at it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's just can we talk a little bit about the logistics of pulling this off? Real quick, there is a fan site out there. <laughs> that is raising money. The last I checked, it was at like $33,000. They're trying to get as much money as they possibly can because apparently there's some ultra-rich producer out there that has promised he will match dollar for dollar whatever has been made. Um, okay. I don't know where to begin here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first off, you can't just make a Star Wars movie. Just like you can't go make Nike shoes, you can't go make, you know what, I got a great new idea. You know what, I really don't like the way Snickers bars taste now. I'm gonna make my own Snickers bar. I'm raising money to make my own Snickers bar. I call it Snickers, it's gonna be sold in stores. It's gonna have caramel, it's gonna have peanuts, it's gonna have nougat, and it's gonna yeah, be covered in milk chocolate. And it's called Snickers. Like, what world do we live in where we think Disney is a going to let them use their property to make this movie. So let's say let's say they raise 250 million, and Disney says, you know what? Go forth. If you can do it. If you can do it, 250 million, we'll let you make a Star Wars movie. Hell, we'll even let you put the Star Wars logo on it. Okay. Now, hey, uh, Mark Hamill, uh, listen. Uh, we just raised $25 million, and we have this ultra-rich producer. We've never made a movie before. However, would you mind That's just... $250 million. $250 million. We Well, it's like we've raised $25 million. They're matching dollar for dollar, whatever the thing is. And again, if this is your idea and you watch this show, we're not trying to, like, really bully you right now, but, like, I just don't know if you've really thought this through. So, like, let's say... Real quick, Flint still doesn't have drinking water. That money could go to that. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Like, uh, there are children in cages. Like... There's a lot of other things going on in this world that maybe we should raise $250 million for those things. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry. Hey, hey, Luke didn't have a green lightsaber. Let's get real. <laughs> okay, by the way, so let's see. Now, you gotta call Mark Hamill's agent, and you gotta say, hey. I am schwitzing in here yeah, right hey, now talking hey, about Hey, Bubby, 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 I'm Bubby. here, I'm here. We raised Bubby. two, we made $250 million. Bubby's. Boobies, boobies, boobies. Hey, booby. Hans, booby, booby. Hans, booby. Hey, booby, booby, booby. Hey, baby. And Mark Hamill's agent's like, you know what? I talked to Mark. He's in. So now you have Luke Skywalker. You have Luke. Now, hey. Hey, Daisy Ridley. You know, we would love it if you could come reshoot episode eight. Now, we know that our little group has been torturing you and tormenting you, and your friends, and your... <laughs> your See, and I'm going, in what world is, are, do you think these people are going to hire Daisy Ridley to be in the movie? What's, but they have to. No, I'm telling you, they're going to go get Luke, they're going to try and get Harrison. And it's like, they're not just remaking The Last Jedi. They're going to like, all of a sudden, Luke wakes up on that island at the end of it, and it's all been a dream. <laughs> and he's back to being a hero. So it's not even... Like, the, the idea is just so stupid. And, but I will say, the crowdfunding's hilarious. Oh, the website. Because this dude's going to probably, this guy or gal or both, are probably going to end up pulling out with about 100K. The fact they've already got $33,000, like, <laughs> makes me question other people. 
Uh, I mean, I was going to give $25 because one of the perks was a shirt that said, I saved Star Wars and a ticket to watch the movie. Well, you know what? I'm just going to make t-shirts that say, I saved Star Wars. Also, uh, $25 gets me a ticket to watch the movie. What theater? Do I just... I think maybe they're going to hit you up to see if maybe your backyard's open to use your outdoor... Because here's the thing. I gave you $25, right? I gave you $25. So I get a shirt that says, I saved Star Wars, and then I get a... Ticket to a movie theater. Now, a movie ticket to AMC is like 19 bucks. So that tells me. And then they got to send me the shirt. Then I got to get my chicken tendies and my curly fries. No, but no. But I'm, I'm talking specifically. In, the movie? And, and specifically in how they can financially make this perk tree work. It's that, That's $30 worth of perks for 25 bucks. Plus, how are you going to pay Mark Hamill, Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac? Hell. Buddy, they got a big time producer on board. They're going to be okay. Ho whoever this producer is, I have ideas. I had a show that was in development at Disney that got canned. I would love to pitch it to you. You would really like it. It's it's actually a good idea. Uh, it's almost as good as remaking episode eight completely. Now here's the best part. They've said they're going to do this with a like a like a brain trust, like a, 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 a all the writers. They're going to take. They're taking. Oh, they're getting a writers' room, dude. They're taking suggestions from fans. Oh, that is brilliant. That's great. That's brilliant. That's great. Because if there's one thing we know, creative. Like, the, the truth is, when you're doing something creative, as many cooks in the kitchen as possible is really how you get stuff it's done. True. Like, Empire Strikes Back, notorious for having 15 writers on it. Uh, a New Hope was written by, I think, what, 17 writers wrote A New Hope, or was that just George Lucas? Are you, being, uh, right, are you joking right now, or are you being serious? I'm so lost in this world. My that we point live in is, now. there's no world where multiple writers write movies. And if they do, they don't even get credited. I, I'm making fun of it because I, I can't believe we're in a world. I, and I, here's the funny thing is I know that a couple weeks ago we, we, had, we were talking about whatever, the, the fandom and people, and we were like, go out and write. Go, great, go out and write your own Star Wars. I got to tell you, this is not what we meant. <laughs> this is not what we meant. And, and forgive me, I'm going to go on a little bit of a thing here, and I'm not quite sure how it connects to this, but... I saw Chris Pratt give a really great speech at the VMAs, the video or the MTV oh. Movie Awards this week, and he sort of he got like the the Generation Award or something, and he gave a bunch of tips. But one of the things that really stood out to me with Chris Pratt was, he said, "By all means, no matter what it is, earn it, earn it, whatever it is, hard work and earn it." Look. If, you, if you're watching this and you're part of the people that want to support this campaign and you want to, you know... <laughs> go nuts. Go nuts. Go nuts. You know what? But you, something tells Go for me, it. You know, they have my endorsement. But, yeah, but something tells me <laughs> that the people it. behind this, they haven't spent years every day writing for five minutes a day. They haven't spent time really devoted to a craft... They're sitting behind a keyboard just bitching and going, I'm going to raise a bunch of money and I'm going to... And, and the point is, is look, back to us telling you to go out and write it and get the software. Really, take it seriously, learn the craft, and create the best Star Wars film you can. Don't go remake A Last Jedi. Move it forward. Let the past die. I, you, you can't remake The Last Jedi. No, I know. I'm just, like, I am like I know we were having fun there for a minute, but I'm, I just, I'm like, guys, come on. Let's spend our time Yeah, but nobody watching useless. this show 
I, I, I would be shocked if there's somebody watching this show right now that's like, we're going to do it. We're going to remake The Last Jedi. Like, that t- it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. It's impossible. You, you won't be able to do it. You won't be able to do it. Disney will sue your ass there's into oblivion. There's a reason that it's not on, like, GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason they're not doing it on Kickstarter and GoFundMe, because Disney will sue you into oblivion. A couple years ago, there was, like, fans... fans campaign on Kickstarter or one of these for like six or seven million dollars for this fan-made Star Trek film. And apparently it supposedly was better than the Into the Darkness movie. Which, okay. And Star Trek, or not Star Trek, CBS and Paramount like shut it down and it was like you're never allowed to release it. And then it went through this whole thing where fan outcry and then it was possibly going to actually be turned into an official Star Trek movie. I don't know where that stands now. We all haven't seen it, so. But we all haven't seen it. (laughs) Uh, And we got a third Star Trek movie. I I don't... Part of me, like, there's something hilarious about this to me. And I'm like, I desperately want to see the fan remake of The Last Jedi. Like, because it's such... It's coming from such a place of not understanding how this works. Like, buddy, buddy, the trailer. There's a trailer? The trailer they made. Oh, I mean, I saw the Photoshop. Just the, the Photoshop trailer. It's that for three minutes. Here's the crazy thing. Like, you're going to run an Avid and you can't run Photoshop? You're going to run... Again, learn the craft. Take it seriously. And that's the thing. It's a complete lack of understanding of what... <laughs> There's a reason it costs $250 million to make these movies... It's because you have to hire who Neil Scanlon. I'm sure can't wait to go do oh, all the creature I'm sure. design. I'm sure, and you know who's? I bet John Williams can't wait. Oh yeah, <laughs> to write the to rewrite the music for the Last Jedi because you know John Williams. He really gets up in the morning for fan films. It's just it. it it's it's actually making my head. Hurt. I'm like, what world do we live in? Like, it's t- this is the greatest and most hilarious thing. It's almost as good as the Misting Machine. That's on then the bottom of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Black Series. It is so bizarre. We've reached peak insanity with this anti-life. Hey, but you know what? Maybe following the, the process and production of this movie getting made, we'll have something to talk about now. Since the rumor has it, there's nothing to talk about for a I while. I mean, to be... Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's take the... You know what? We'll do the uh, point and counterpoint part of the show. So, I mean, obviously Disney can't get it together. No, They've God. completely canceled all standalones in most movies. We don't have Star Wars movies coming out forever. These guys are getting it done. They're, they're ra- we're going to raise $250 million. Disney, we're going to do it for you, baby. All you got to do is just release it. Yeah. If they raise $250 million, and if Disney lets them do it, and if they get Mark Hamill, if they get uh, Daisy Ridley, if, the, if they get John Boyega and Oscar Isaac, and they get all these people, we will talk about it every week on this show as if it's a real Star Wars movie. Deal? Deal. If it happens... Sweaty hands. Deal. We'll talk about it, and we, you know, we won't even make fun of it. We'll, we'll, we will eat crow, and, <laughs> and we will be like, yeah, sure. But until then... That's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Get a job. <laughs> no, it's not even about get a job. It's just do something constructive. Do something positive. <laughs> Why? 
$250 million to remake a movie you don't like is hilarious. Raise $250 million to make your own original movie. Yeah. Dude, I just finished the movie. I would love $250 million to make it. It's Hell, great. Just give him five. <laughs> give me five million bucks and I will make a movie that gets into Sundance. No problem. I don't even need $250 million. Just email us at blackseriesrebels.com. Yeah, just email us. Attention, money for Alex's money movie. Money for Alex's movie. I just need five million bucks. <laughs> We've already got all the equipment. We're good. We'll send you all the t-shirts you want. Dude, I'll make so many rad pins and t-shirts. I'll even give you a ticket to the movie for 25 bucks. 25 bucks help Alex make a movie. See, because I'm doing something positive with my time. Hey, Steve. Yeah, Alex? You know what segment we haven't done in a while? <laughs> Hopefully we live through this one. We haven't done a review in a while. Now, Cisco's not here to punch in on this bad boy, so I'm gonna zoom in as close as I can. This is a can of Storm. Now, Storm is so old it doesn't even exist anymore. No. It's technically Sierra Mist. Now, you'll notice a, a, a familiar friend, Qui-Gon Jinn. The expiration date was in 1999. The expiration date, October 4th, 1999. Now, because Steve said that Qui-Gon Jinn is going to be in the Battlefront 2 expansion pack, didn't do his research for the news, we are now going to open and drink. Now, for those of you that are new to this, this is the second time we've done something stupid like this. A couple months ago, Alex purchased several vintage packs of Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi? Empire, Strikes, Empire Back. Strikes Back Tops Trading Cards. Now, for those of you that remember Tops Trading Cards that weren't digital on our phones, when you open them, they typically came with a square piece of bubble gum. We ate the bubble gum on camera for this show. It was like dust. And we were talking about these cans a couple episodes ago, and a fan... Daniel Gomez. Daniel Gomez. I hope I got that right. I'm pretty sure I did. Immediately drop-shipped his... <laughs> Unopened Qui-Gon Jinn Star Wars Phantom Menace Storm soda can from his personal collection with the sole intention for us to drink it on camera. So I think we've if we sold die, it. it's Daniel Gomez. Find Daniel Gomez. Now, I think we've done enough selling. Why let's don't, review the can real quick. We gotta send it to reviews, baby. Oh, that's Come right. Come on, man. Let's do this. Because here, since you guys are gonna make the Last Jedi, this is called a bumper. You're gonna have to hire a, an anime, like a, like, a graphics. You're gonna have to get a graphics package <laughs> made. You're gonna, gonna have, have to have get an a editor. Graphic. But a hey, sound package. You got 250 million dollars coming in. You guys know what you're, you're doing. Good. You can so without any further effects. ado, why don't we take it to reviews? So. We've reviewed a lot of dumb stuff on this show. I'm really regretting this. Yeah, I'm already... I'm really regretting that, like, we even <laughs> thought of... Once we started, it's either re-record the new segment and Yeah, just... but where does it go from here? Like, after, after the bubble gum, after the 18-year-old soda... <laughs> That's like, right. Like, is this the last time we do this dumb thing? Okay, so for our podcast listeners, we're holding an 18-year-old can of Storm... With the Qui-Gon Jinn on it. Now... Expiration date of when? Expiration date of October 4th, 1999. I don't think you guys are going to be able to see that. Apologies. Cisco is traveling with the fam. We're in a wide, so you know that we're... We're in a wide. Yeah, that's right. 
This is one take. Yeah, Pete, don't cut in. Keep this wide. Don't give the illusion that we're faking this. Now, before we open this beautiful can, let's read. Do you want to read the Qui-Gon Jinn quote? Let me see this. <laughs> <clears throat> Qui-Gon Jinn, a compassionate Jedi master. He's highly attuned to the Force, but he shuns consensus and follows his own path despite Okay, so despite the consequences, we're going to drink this. Storm, lemon lime, and other natural flavors. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Soda with caffeine. This is 12 fluid ounces. Calories, 140. Total fat, zero. Sodium, 35. 1% which good. Salt's a preservative, so maybe this is that okay. That means it must have way more sugar in it than like Coca-Cola. Doesn't Coca-Cola have like 120 calories? Uh... I think so. Like a bottle of Coke is like 120. Well, a bottle's like 210. Uh, so in this, we have carbonated water. Okay, that's fine. High fructose corn syrup. I've had a lot of that in my day. And or sugar. Citric acid. Natural flavors. Potassium benzoate. These don't sound like they can go bad. Preserves freshness. Potassium benzo preserves freshness. It says preserves freshness. Uh, ascorbic acid and calcium disodium, eta, eta. All natural, healthy things. To protect flavor. Please recycle. Store in a cool place. That's where I think we might be in trouble. <laughs> I don't know if Daniel Gomez has been storing this. Do we this remember where it came from? Uh, it came from Ojai, I believe. Not, not cool. a cool, not a climate cool place. <laughs> For best taste, drink by date on bottom of the can, October fourth, nineteen ninety nine. I think the art looks good. Thoughts on the art, Steve? I missed the storm logo. Yeah, it's now Sierra Mist, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I uh, think it's you know it's cool, man. Okay. Are we going for it? We opening it? Okay. So we have. This is real. You can't see it, but they're Yoda ice There's cubes. There's Yoda ice cubes that are already starting to melt, which makes me nervous that this is going to become... Maybe it's good. Maybe it'll be watery. So... Well, we're not filling it. Let's get this straight. We're I'm not filling mine, but I'm not going to drink all of it. All right, all right. Let's... Here, you okay. pour. Okay, well, first... Let's hear it. No tricks. Put this up by the lava for our... Don't get the luminous shirt stormed up. Do you want that? Okay, ready? This is get not... Get the brunch shirt stormed up. Ah. Oh! Okay. It smells like storm. It smells like storm. <laughs> it looks like storm. Definitely has been building up. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Oh, it smells like Alka Seltzer. It's not bad. I'm not freaking I out smell yet. The can? Yeah. It smells like storm. <laughs> this is 18 year old soda, everybody. Okay. With Qui-Gon Jinn so on it. So we've got a little bit of yellow coloring. Yeah, but I don't know. That could just be... It smells like storm. We have serious bubbling. We have serious carbonation. It smells not bad. I smell our old ice cubes more than I smell the... Yeah. Now, this is our Denny's mug for emergencies. Takes. Should this be terrible. We also have bottles of water because we're professionals. So... Now, what does, a, what does a wine connoisseur do? The first thing we do is shake to see if it has legs. Let's see if it has notes. All I smell is the ice cubes. You know, if ever there was a time 
for asparagus and used band-aids to come back. I don't know, man. This smells... Bottoms up, bro. No, hold on. By the way, if we die, please tell... Contact Sarah and my wife Amber and let them know we have expired in a closet in Chatsworth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sure hope you guys get to see this. Are you going to go with a big sip or a... Oh, my God. I mean, it tastes old. It tastes, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's flat. Oh, but the aftertaste. Steve just gargled it. Okay, hold on. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. It tastes like, uh, like styrofoam. Oh, you all right? You good? <laughs> Okay, hold on. Wait, let's call. Let's pause the segment first. You all right? <laughs> Stop it! You're no, fine. I swear to God, like, there's no way. Really? Okay, hold on. No, have we're some, good. We're good. Okay, have we're some good. water. We're good. Okay, now we have to review this. Why don't we? I can't. This this can of soda came out when I was 13. I was a junior in high school. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, or no, I was a, I was a senior in high school. <laughs> I was in October 99 when it was supposed to expire. So you figure, what's the shelf life of that? Six months? This came out after American Pie, but pretty close. But no, if, if the expiration date's October, what's the typical... This would have come out before the movie. It wouldn't come out that... Which the movie came out in May of 99. So we're looking anywhere from December of 98? Yeah. Or like September even. Excuse me, I just burped. Okay, I'm going to do one more. You're going to do it? One more. Like a good, I, I was kind of wimping. All right. Do some vodka for it? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, oh. I almost, almost grabbed, grabbed the, can. the can. I almost grabbed the can to wash it down. All right, so what do we give the can? Is the can an oh-so-minty fresh? The can is an oh-so-minty oh, so fresh. fresh. However, <laughs> the 18-year-old soda is terrible. Now, we still have another segment today. Because of all the rumors and all of the, I guess, I don't want to say, it hasn't been too toxic over the rumors, but it's definitely been, we're getting a remake of The Last Jedi, we're losing the standalones, things have been weird in the Star Wars universe. We never do this, but we thought it would be fun to talk about what we would maybe do if we were looking towards a future Star Wars. Now, this isn't an invitation for you to yell at us in the comments about how wrong we are. We're just having fun. We're gonna sip on some 18-year-old soda and we're gonna keep things luminous, right, bro? Keeping it loomy. All right, without, without any further ado, let's take it to a conversation with, with ourselves. ourselves. All right, guys, here we are. This is a segment we always do when we uh, we don't bring a guest on from a week. We call it a conversation with ourselves. This week, like a like Alex mentioned in the last segment, it's been a weird rumor-filled week. And like Alex said, we don't normally talk about rumors, and we normally don't also like go, you know what? You know how I would do it? And so this conversation, we're going to discuss the rumors some more, and we're going to talk about how maybe we would do things if we were in Disney and Lucasfilm shoes. Now I gotta preface this, we are just two dudes that work in the entertainment industry in a closet. 
We're not a part of some big corporation that has to answer to stockholders and all kinds of other variables that maybe we don't even know about. We do not know better than Kathleen Kennedy. We, we don't do know not, better than Uncle Bob Iger. We don't know better than any of these people. None this is them. just us having fun. I don't know better than the facilities manager at Lucasfilm. You know how we don't know better? We just drank 18-year-old soda for the possibility of getting a thumbs up on this video. So smash that subscribe smash, button. Smash that sub button. Smash that <laughs> like button. And leave a comment with the hashtag, Fat Sweaty's drinking 18-year-old soda. Uh, okay. I, I felt, because normally I, this is a lot, like, you know me, this is the last thing oh I would Oh my gosh, the, the rumor news thing and the conversation we're about to have, Alex would be like, nope. We don't talk about we don't, it. That's not what we do here at Black Series Rebels. We but. have fun. We don't get involved in that mess. We mock it on Twitter and we, we get cool. silly. We don't give it any credence because it's nothing's true until I'm sitting in that theater or I've gotten my trailer. So let's talk about the the big rumor is they've canceled, they've put standalones on hold until after episode nine. To see how episode nine does a little bit if I'm getting this right. Maybe, yeah. It, it, it sounds like it's more about Solo underperformed. Disney stockholders and Bob Iger and, and executives. Bob Iger's specifically probably shareholders made a couple calls like, "Hey, these movies are supposed to make like a billion plus dollars. This thing's flirting with 370 million domestically, right? Something or worldwide? Like I don't even know. I don't... It's not. I mean, either way, 350 domestically is not good. And it supposedly cost because they essentially made the movie twice. Yeah, it's it supposedly rumor." has it it's the most expensive star wars film ever made at like supposedly like over 500 million dollars now that right there i go so that's not fair to solo it's no it was your decision to reshoot and fire lord miller now i don't know how bad the movie was with lord miller again this is a lot of rumors we're talking here so to, to say oh god we have to stop the standalones i would right now go well why You've done Rogue One, massive, ma not just massive yeah. success. It's like number 11 in all-time grossing movies. That's insane. You've done that, and now you've done Solo, which is lukewarm at best for Star Wars, right? Uh, nobody here is, we're not giving them a pass. Now, I would say... Before you start scrapping projects, let's look at the facts. All three successful Star Wars movies came out in December. Less competition. And all three of them didn't make their original release date. All three of them were pushed back. Solo is the only one... To actually hit the release date that was announced when the movie was originally announced. So... That right there brings me to maybe the first solution, which we've talked about many a times on this show. They should have changed the release date. That movie should have come out in August. Even before the troubled production. Yeah. Look, it's not... Look, Memorial Day weekend is a notorious low box office weekend. It just has been for a long time. People are camping. So I totally get it. The mindset is, hey... You know what? If there's one franchise that could probably turn a profit and do some good box office that weekend, it's Star Wars. So, let's put the standalone movie 
with the one of the most favorite characters in the entire galaxy and let's like let's test it out i totally get that mindset i totally understand why i i totally get why they made that decision initially like that if there's one ip to roll the dice that's the one i also understand the very obvious assumption that it's like oh my god we're gonna have avengers into solo into Incredibles. You're forgetting Deadpool 2? Deadpool 2 is not Disney. It's True. Fox. True. So just Disney. Well, look at that. That's a really interesting... I'm talking... That's like... Wait a minute. We could do Avengers. Billion. Easy. Solo. Billion. Easy. Incredibles. Billion. Easy. Ant-Man and Wasp. 800 million. Easy. That mindset... Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. However... You did not allow that movie a chance to do what Star Wars movies need. Star Wars movies have a very specific rollout that works for them and why December is so hype great. Train, baby. It's a hype train, man. And you, rightfully so, gave all your energy to Infinity War. And then... But that's also an interesting thing. Disney is like a company now that has purchased up all these different IPs that are so wildly successful that now it's like this weird problem where they're essentially competing against themselves. And all to have that not be the case, all they had to do was bump Solo to like August. Bump it to August. If you don't want to move Mary Poppins in Christmas, put it in August where the first Guardians yeah, Premier. put it to August where that's basically when they start dumping all the really cheesy teen slasher horror like, purge. Going back to school, like, we've got one more weekend yeah. to catch a flick movies. Exactly. I, okay, so that's like, uh, those, are, those are obvious fixes. Now, I don't know why they didn't do that. I'm sure they have very good reasons why they didn't do that. But like, if you're able to push Avengers up a week, a month before... Why can't you push Solo back as late as February? And if you're not going to push it back, I don't understand the idea of not properly marketing it or pushing the film. And the only reason I, I assume that they didn't is because they didn't want to step on Avengers marketing campaign. Because, dude, look... I mean, they had the Russo brothers doing a Facebook Live family feud with the all 30 of the freaking Avengers cast. Yeah. Yucks. And they were flying all over the country, all over the world, every day of the week. And it was like, that is a really, exp like marketing in general, typically on these movies, costs just as much as the movie actually costs to make, if not more. Yeah. And so if they're spending that kind of dough, pushing that, wrinkle in time, like all these things. You're like, putting a lot of pressure on these movies to be... These smash hits. And I can understand going, oh, it's Star Wars. It'll be fine. Yeah. Again. We and sound, it should technically be fine. It should, but we sound like a broken record here where it should be fine, but then you had the production woes. Let's, let's not even talk about, like, production woes are obvious, right? We have the director issue. Yeah, it but, is what it is. But my point is, is when you have the production woes, if you're not going to push the movie, maybe we got to look at it and go, hey, you know what? We originally didn't intend to do a, a good big marketing push because it's Star Wars, it's Teflon, but now we got the production woes and the internet's talking and fans are crazy combined with 
the, the last very Jedi. vocal minority on the Last Jedi nonsense. Maybe we should take it and let's get our heads together and let's start this hype train. Because it, no matter what, the hype train for it wouldn't have done a di- lick of difference to Avengers. No, Avengers was going to make a ton. That's the movie that didn't need the push. Yeah, here, here we're, we're, we're talking about our Sorry. general solution. Yeah, this is not, just us. Not frustration with sure. how it is. We have what we have. This is just me thinking how if I was in those positions, I mean, it's how e- I would look at the different things. Uh, uh, Again, I don't know better than Kathleen Kennedy. No, I, I don't, don't know better than Bob Iger. I moved that movie to August. Yeah. Disney has no presence at Comic-Con. That is a month before an August movie release. No presence. Marvel's not there. Marvel's Nothing's not there. there. Nothing's there. You're going to get Aquaman. You put Lucasfilm there. You do Solo. You do your big, giant push. You do your behind-the-scenes thing. You have an entire month where you rule the internet. You rule television. You rule nerd culture. Now, your your biggest mistake, and I, I just I can't fathom why there wasn't a solo trailer on the front of Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't even. Well, and especially with how good the movie actually turned out to be, why are we hiding it? Like because, the movie's not a because you're film. treating that movie like it's precious. Well, Nothing is again, precious about that movie. And once again, it's almost like they're going with the Force Awakens JJ like box. Well, the mystery box the bo- is mystery how box, he tells the story. And you're going to open it on Christmas morning and, and that's when you'll find out. I mean, the mystery box is a story thing. Yeah. It's not as much a marketing thing. However, with Force Awakens, they stumbled on something really great. Give them nothing but flavor. They give nothing, no plot, nothing. It's just flavor. And it'll get fans going bananas. It's Flavor Town. It is Flavor Town, and it's delicious. It's like that storm from 1999. It's good, but I'll tell you what, sometimes it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. And it what did it was solo. That's what we call a segue, baby. No, seriously though. Move the movie to August, Comic Con. So this is what you would have done. This is what I would have done. You were in the situation. For solo. Solo, it's not the movie's fault. It's not the standalone's fault. It's this assumption that because it's Han Solo and it's Star Wars, it's going to make a billion dollars. You had no Force Friday, so no toys to hype up anything. On May the 4th, you didn't even release any Solo content because you were still on the high of Avengers Infinity War. It was just like a really strange, like, we're going to keep this movie a secret. The fact that we had no time to get to know Alden as Han. You needed at least a year of parading him around as Alden to get fans comfortable with this idea. The fact that I left that movie on the first night and some sweaty was like, check out this video of Anthony and Gruber. I'm like, dude, if I hear that name one more time, it's like nobody wants an impressionist. He auditioned. He sucked. He's probably not a very good actor. It's not a dig at him. It's like the dude got his shot. He didn't book it. Alden's great in that movie. I don't want to get into a salty attitude over it. Move the movie to August. Promo the movie properly. Give it a chance to do its thing. But to say that this is now a reflection of where Star Wars is at, it's like, no. You did. This is the... What about this movie is the uh, the variable, right? This movie is the variable amongst the four projects. Mm-hmm. Christmas, 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 May. Three years of hype, a year of hype, 
a year of hype, four months of hype in a time of year that these movies haven't come out in a You're very long really time. You're really nice with four months, but yes. Like, four, like, actually, yeah, like three months. Yeah. One month of hype, three months of having marketing material, and a, a mild merchandising push. Well, and really, the unfortunate thing was, is we all got our first sort of feel for what Solo was going to feel like. In a Denny's in commercial. In a Denny's commercial. It, it's like, just... It, so, so alright, so we know what we would have done differently... With Solo. With Solo, we didn't make those decisions. We did it this way. We have this now. We have this now. Some think that the best course of course of action is to All right, you know what? Let's 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 hit pause on the standalone films. Let's put them up on a shelf for right now. Let's really focus in on episode 9, the TV show, the cartoon, Benny and Weiss and Ryan. Let's do that. That's one person's going to do that. You're in the executive meeting. You're an executive at Lucasfilm. You get to give your opinion. What do you say to that? I would say we do not have a Star Wars problem. We do not have a fatigue problem. We do not have a content problem. We have a problem with getting in front of the story. We have a problem with this modern era in which media moves. And it's because we're trying this old school, like, keep it secret, 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 secret. And it doesn't work. It just, it gets fans restless. They start yelling at each other. They turn on each other when really you have to give fans the armor and the weapons they need to go to battle for their franchise. And you do that with, oh my God, stuff to talk about. Stuff to talk about that isn't bad news. So the first thing I'm doing is, all right, what do we got? What do we know we're doing? All right, so we Tell got... Tell me what we're doing. All right, so check it out. We got pre-production already going on for Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. It's not as expensive of a film as Solo or these other films. It's going to be a mid-level budget, but it's still going to be Star Wars. It's going to be great. Comes out in three years? Comes out in three years, all right? We got that in pre-production right now. I got art people working on it. Mind you, I'm just making stuff up right now. I don't know if any of that stuff's true, but yeah. let's just... I'm assuming. We got that going on, Okay. all right? We got a Boba Fett script ready to go. It's been working on and getting since nice the Josh and tight Trank years. Since, since before Force Awakens came out. Okay. Okay? So we got that going on. All right? We, we, we've got some other projects. Maybe we've got something that's taking place at Mos Eisley. Maybe we've got, you know, I don't know, maybe a Yoda filming thing. We've got all a Clone rumors. Wars thing. These are all rumors. I'm just throwing stuff out. But we've got, we got a bunch of different... Pots on the stove right now. Some are closer to being ready to go. Some are still percolating. Okay, so right now, this is what we know is happening. That isn't rumors. Got a Benioff and Weiss thing. We got a Ryan thing. We got episode nine. We Favreau got TV Favreau show. TV show. And a cartoon. A cartoon and Star Wars Land. Mm -hmm. so, we know Solo has just come out, and we don't, and it wasn't exactly the box office hit that we wanted it to be. What do we do here? How do we get in front of this? Well, you eat crow. Okay. The first thing you do is they you come out and you say, Solo was a fantastic experiment, and we decided we don't know if Star Wars is the type of franchise that lives in summer right now. You say that to your shareholders right out the gate. Nobody's stupid. They can put that together, right? Cool. Or you don't even need to do that. You don't even need to eat the crow. First thing you do, the moment 
this news breaks that you're canceling standalones. If you are, release an episode nine title. Release a synopsis with John Favreau. Have John Favreau get in front of a Mevo camera, sit in front of a logo that says Star Wars television for the first time ever, and do three minutes of him talking. And show like two pieces of concept art, whether or not they actually make it into the movie. Yes, like little show. a concept art. Something. Remember that damn Rogue One thing of them like running? Like the rebels running yeah, through the TIE Fighter? The, that was the, yeah. That was like the celebration thing. It was like, that's all you get. Yeah. With that's Obi's all voice. you need. That's all you need. Dude, even if it's like Obi-Wan, announce the Obi-Wan movie. I would announce, I, I would do two things. I would either announce the title for Star Wars, you know, episode nine. I didn't even think about the Favreau TV thing. But look, if, if, if these supposed rumored Fett and Obi-Wan movies have been in development and they're like almost ready to start, you know what? I, 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 come, out, I come out the second week after Solo's been out and we're like, you know what? Solo underperformed, but we're really proud of the product that we made, especially under the circumstances that we made. And we're really proud of the team. We're really proud of it. And we thank the, all the fans that came out and stayed with us through the, the, the struggle that we went through. Guess what? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan, movie, Obi-Wan Kenobi movie is coming out in 2020, directed by so-and-so, starring everyone's favorite... Ewan McGregor, and boom, concept art of what an older Obi in Tatooine looks like. Copy the dumb statues that I've seen of toys or whatever. Dude, put Ewan McGregor Throw on that a grease screen. Yeah. Like, Ewan McGregor makes a tweet or an Instagram story. Bam. Fans are going to be stoked because you're sharing with them a part of the process that you know you're already leaps and bounds that way. And, like, we're going to sit there and obsess over every detail. We're going to be excited. It's going to be fun. And that's exactly the kind of hype train that was missing going into Solo. Yes. So, I'm a thousand percent with you. There are little things you can do that get people stoked. And when we say little things you can do, we're not telling them how to do their jobs. So once again, we, we, we are this out. We, we are not. We're this just is talking, us talking to you guys. If, between yeah, us two. between us. This is a conversation we would be having at a comic book yes. shop. As or, two dudes that like work very low level in the industry and, and kind of how it, we, in our experience in working in production and creative things, these are problems that arise in the smallest of projects all the way to the biggest. At the end of the day, it's the same problem so therefore, that's why I think we get a little heightened and feel comfortable talking about how maybe we would react to this, these situations. I, I, I just don't understand why the solution is less Star Wars. Now again, we haven't officially that's true. gotten that they're, this is what's happening. That's because true. at the end of the day, if they never officially announced an Obi-Wan or a Fett movie, or they, they have never announced another... S- standalone film past Solo. So therefore, like, there's nothing really for okay, them to then, deny. Then, then, hey, then let me play with this ball for a little bit. Okay. You, we heard your Solo thing. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Okay. We're, if you, we're really moving ahead with what we have. The, the powers that be have told me, you're not getting standalone movies. What are you going to do? Episode 9 title, focus on the TV show, Benioff and Weiss, Ryan Johnson, truly. That's what you have to play with. Okay. Well, right now I can tell you it's not a good idea. 
to have a year and a half with this toxic environment in fandom for fans to just talk about how terrible things are going. Yeah. So what I would do, which again, it's like they they did it for episode eight. Do you remember episode eight? They released that little thing that was like the island, the slow punch in, and then that really like dramatic shot of Mark Hamill as Luke, and then it just went cut, beautiful, and it said episode eight filming now. All you I need, need more of that. No, it's just it's, it's, it's literally it's like JJ at a goddamn MacBook Pro at Bad Robot, and you just fucking gently push in, and you see. Episode 9. And he's just typing. And then you see Daisy training. And Kylo training. Things you know that are going to happen in this movie. And you just release 15 seconds of an Instagram video. It, it's just, it's, it's baffling to me that you let the media control your narrative. That to me is insane. You're letting... Variety and The Rap and The Wire and, and Collider. Collider and Heroic Hollywood or whatever they're called. Screen junkies. Screen junkies. Definitely not us because nobody's listening to our show. But you're letting these people tell everybody what's going on at your company. I would say that's probably not the best approach. Give fans something to talk about that isn't just how much they hate things. Well, and it's so funny because... These day, this day and age with social media and with the internet, we have now a society that is so used to being a part yes. of processes and being a part of these things. And I just think that maybe it's time to, to change it up a little bit and let the fans feel like they're a part of this journey with you guys. And that's what's so cool about those behind the scenes little nuggets and drops. And like... You know, we used to goof week after week where it was like, this week in Ron Howard's Instagrams. And it was like, we got a picture of a trash can on set. Yeah. Like, I get somebody there was like, we need to do something. Some of it was really cool. Yeah. Also, are you know. feeling like disgusting from that storm? No. Are it's you? really hitting me. Really? Oh, yeah. This I mean, is I'm great. I'm sweating like crazy. I have like a headache. Yeah, I do actually have a little bit of a headache right here. Yeah, I think I just have a. I think yeah. I. Oh, this is Which great. Maybe that's why we're like all of a sudden going, it's going to be fun. It's going to be light. And then we're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I think that's. But it's not. I, I, it, it, we love it. We're celebrating it. It's, it's, a, it's a combination of all the keyboard cowboys at, on the computers and all the opinion pieces there. Combined with our knowledge of the entertainment industry and film and Which how it works. Which is like and, this. Yeah, but it's just like... It's like this. My knowledge of the entertainment industry is like this. However, I'm not stupid. I know... And I'm not saying the people that run marketing at Lucasfilm are stupid. They're not. These are smart, smart, smart people. And I genuinely think they know better. I just... I don't understand why you wouldn't go out of your way to control your own narrative. Why are you letting other people control it for you? Now, here's the other thing I would say. They need to get somebody in there that is going to act like a Feige. A Kevin Feige from Marvel. The answer is not to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. No, not at the all. The answer is to get somebody under Kathleen Kennedy who's making creative decisions. So whether that is, I think I pitched somebody to you, which people are like, he's crazy. These cinematic universes work best when they are run like television shows. 
Each movie is an episode leading up to some larger finale or whatever, which in my opinion should be the saga films. I think it's perfectly okay to pluck the standalone films out for now if you're worried about how they're going to perform. I bring someone in and I say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a Ray movie. We now have this Last Jedi ended in a place where they can all go off and have an adventure. Ray movie, Poe movie, Finn and Rose movie, a Finn and Ray movie, a Kylo movie, a whatever movie that all takes place in this greater world. We end up at the saga films where they all clash and combine and it's episode 10, 11, 12, whatever. That's, I think, the most uh, obvious choice. But what they need to do is get somebody in there that can start putting all the post-its on the board and be like, how does it all work? Because right now, you have timeline issues, you have story issues, you have multiple directors doing multiple things that are not really working together. Like, again, JJ was totally involved in episode eight. Like, he liked, for all we know, he liked what was happening. If he had opinions, he certainly didn't voice them strong enough, or he's gonna do it again in episode nine. However, episode seven and episode eight work well together, they don't work great together. They're, they, they don't work great together. They're, they're good, both good movies on their own, but it's not like the way Thor works with Black Panther, the way that leads into Infinity War. They, these movies, now Marvel's a very different beast than Star Wars, so I don't think it needs to be run exactly like the Marvel Cinematic no. Universe, but you need somebody in there yeah. to control the place creatively. I think so, and I think that, look, you've got great people in the story group. You've got great people in the story group. Like, I, I, I go utilize them to the point where, okay, Carrie's overseeing these three projects, Pablo's these three, Leland, Matt, you know, the whole gang, each are responsible for, like, these different projects, and they come together, and there's this constant flow of communication going on. Well, I would say, then I think what needs to happen is there needs to be a changing in the way the story group is utilized. Yeah. Oh, because I, I as of so. as of right I mean, now, I don't really know. I we don't I, know. I have no idea. It's important to preface that like we did that thing with Matt Martin where we took him to breakfast. We don't know how the story group works. No, we got to know Matt. We got to know Matt. You saw the episode. Yeah. It's not like he opened up about what's no, going on at Lucas. Like he's going to do that for two sweaties from Chat in Chatsworth. Like. Yeah. So I, I would say. If they're not being utilized correctly, then what's the point of having them all? Just to make sure that like this comic book doesn't conflict with this video game? That's fine, but we have a bigger issue here. We have things that make billions of dollars and things that are making $350 million. How do we make them all make billions of dollars? And I think we need to get ahead of the narrative and we need to let people know what's coming. If this is true about the standalones, what the hell is Benioff and Weiss's thing? Like, what the hell is that? Tell us about that. The TV show is the most obvious thing. Yeah, and the, the easiest thing. The easiest thing. The TV show, it's bizarre. You're going to start filming this thing in September, and we don't even know what it's called. Come on. It's one press release. Fans talking about everything other than the fact that you're canceling standalone movies. Am I wrong? No. It's just... So you're saying... You would. That's what you would do. I would get ahead of the stories by giving fans easy nuggets to talk about. I completely agree with you. Pat. Give 
give the press something to talk about. Give them something to get excited about as opposed to things to get negative about and then act like, why are you getting all, why is everybody so mad at us? It's like, you know why. You're not dumb. You all have Twitter. They all have Twitter. Like, they all know. There's people whose job it is is to know how fans feel about things. It's called focus groups. So, like... And you don't really need them anymore because you can go on the internet. You don't need them anymore because everybody with a keyboard and a little stupid camera like us can do something stupid like this. And again, we don't know better. No, we don't. We don't know better. And I'm sure it's infinitely more complicated than what we're talking about right here. But I don't think the answer is to just go, we have multiple things in development. That's not the answer. The answer is the moment Solo came out and you knew you had a year and a half before episode nine came out and you knew fans are going to rip each other apart. We don't give them something to talk about. I would get ahead of it. I don't know. What do I know? And look, at the end of the day, we, we've said this before. It's not our Star Wars. It's not your Star Wars. Yeah. We don't own it. They don't owe us a damn thing. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, they don't. At the end of the day, we just need to, like... Be patient. Be patient. Yes, Solo didn't make a lot of money. You cannot like The Last Jedi. You can not like Solo. But for the most part, they've not had a failure, in my opinion. They and really so haven't had a failure. It's in good hands. Yeah. And we trust in Kathleen. We've always said in Ryan we trust. I trust the, the Game of Thrones boys. I trust the story group. I trust Lucasfilm. We trust Disney. We trust it all. It's just... And and this is a, about as serious for the new fans watching as we get on the show. Um, it's just, as fans, right now, it's a real confusing time. Yeah, it's like... It's just really confusing from the fandom, and then while you're also going, but I love these things, and you're defending it to this negative side here, we're also not like... Now it's like I'm sitting here scratching my head with this thing that's over here that I love so much, going... What's going on? Well, no, I go, that, and that's kind of what I meant by like, why aren't you arming fans with weapons and armor and stuff to talk about and positivity? Yeah. It's not on us. It's, it, it, and now, okay, maybe that's a better, yes, we are all adults and we are all capable of tempering our own expectations and handling ourselves like adults, not starting petitions to remake a movie just because we didn't like it, not tweeting Ryan Johnson to kill himself, not writing on our page that we are a bunch of fat, grotesque Star Wars fans. Like, I mean, I am, We are. Okay. I'm a fat, gro <laughs> he's fat, I'm grotesque. I'm fat, he's grotesque. It's, it's all good. Look at it. It's right there. Inner oh. tubes, baby. Inner tubes, baby. I'm Destination so XL, Harbor Bay Boys for Life. Harbor Bay for Life. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I, I, I have a lot of clothing options when I shop. I'm just saying that to piss him off. I, but, but, we are all capable of tempering expectations and being decent. However, just looking at us and being like, what's with the bad attitude? That's not how that works either. Like, yeah. it's not our job as fans to just be like, okay, cool. Like, wait a minute, but we've been telling you, everybody's telling you they want Obi-Wan. But you're like, oh no, Solo didn't make a lot of money. It's like, well, Solo didn't make a lot of money because of what you did, not because of what fans did. So that that's your fault, not ours. So if you really want to please fans, 
honestly, all you got to do is throw Ewan in an Obi-Wan cloak, and you got to announce an Episode Nine title, start talking about the TV show. Both TV shows, animated and the Favreau show. You got to start talking about stuff because just pretending like... Well, because they don't seem excited. And yeah. If they don't seem excited, how are we supposed to be excited yeah. and want to go and spend our money on that excitement? And buy toys and talk about it and represent it. Because honestly, dude, man, we were shipping out the, the solo giveaway and I had some bizarro lady that was just like, what'd you think of Solo? I was like, oh, that was good, man. It was fun. And she goes, oh, okay. It's just, I don't know. And I was just like... What? Did you read that in People Magazine? Exactly. I was like, shut up, lady. <laughs> like, it, I, it, it's like, shh, but like, first of all, my shit's pre-shipped. I don't have, I come to the post office to not talk to people shipping their packages. She's got like a big bag full of like Bunny paper. I'm like, it's the Mister Mister Lady from yeah, Happy exactly. Gilmore. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Mister, I want to talk to someone. It's like, shh, don't have time for you. I almost <laughs> want to turn and show her my shirt and be like, do I look like I care about your Star oh, Wars stop. opinion? <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. Yeah. It's like, I'm well, it's so. It's the narrative that's out there. I'm so tired of having to defend my fandom. Give me a, give me a sword, give me a shield, and let me defend it for you, because you got all these great people. You have. Hundreds and thousands and millions of fans out there that love your product, give them stuff to talk about. Let them get excited. But, dude, making them fight the last Jedi battle for you? We did it. We've been on it. We still defend it. And now making us defend Solo? Like, you didn't... Like, it's like... I'm going to stay here. I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to drink my 19-year-old soda in this sweaty closet. I'm going to keep talking about how much I love Star Wars. But I'll tell you what, man... Boy, oh boy, this show's going to turn this into a... This week was rough. Yeah, man, this show's about to turn into a movie news. We're going to start talking about Predator and, uh, like, Pixar. And uh, what, what is that video I like? Hey, guys, I'm at Pixar. Oh, man, who's that That artist? Art of Skinner. Art of Skinner on Instagram. You guys need to follow Art of Skinner on Woo! Instagram. He's awesome, dude. <laughs> um, with that being said, guys, like, fans... This has been such a weird week. Because it's like, there's not even really been outrage. It's just been like, wait, what? Huh? Uh-huh. What? And honestly, dude, like, nothing but love for our Collider boys. Roka, Napsok, Perry. All great. But Frosty, that story was weak as baby shit, dog. Like, it was like, this is just a rumor, but you're not getting the movies that were rumored. It was like, bro, what? How much? How many clicks you need, dog? I'll send you clicks. You should just click. You should make it titled to say "Canceled Star Wars." If you really want the clicks, start making shit up, because it's probably true what you said. But also, it's like half the reason this narrative is out there is because companies are making money off creating issues between fans. Now. A lot of companies are responsible for that, YouTube being one of them. YouTube has an algorithm that totally raises up negative videos. Our, that's why we don't have a lot of plays, because we're nothing but positive. But you know what I'm saying? Like, to act surprised about where fandom's at, like what they're doing with Star Wars, when it's like, you've been whining about it for two years. You've been calling for Kathleen Kennedy to get fired on your shows for 
two years. And then you're like, what? I'm not getting Obi-Wan? It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, you got what you wanted. You told them how terrible they were doing, and they went, oh, we're doing bad? Okay, we'll stop. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say? That's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Is there anything positive we can do to end the show? Can we drink more of that soda? I'm not, dude. My head hurts so bad. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, oh my god, my head hurts. I know. I think... It's like right here. I know. I think the soda got us loopy. It's like right here. Uh, listen. You still like Star Wars? I love Star Wars. And that it brings me to this last and final point. We should all strive to be much more positive out there. There's a, nothing... It's so easy to be negative these days. But we should also be able to... And this doesn't just go for Star Wars fandom, and I liked this, and you didn't like that. But I think we all could just maybe take a breath and realize that, you know what? We can have civil discourse with people that maybe have opposite views than us, or disagreeing views, as long as their views are not backed by racism and misogyny and just plain bad evil shit. But if we can, you know what? I agree on this, you disagree on that. We can still have a conversation without shutting the door, and we also can still love something. And not love everything about and it. And not necessarily love everything about it, or some of the, maybe the, 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 the decisions that, are, that we aren't sure of, they're rumors, but the way it, it appears to us. Yeah, you know, as you were saying that, I looked over, we have a, a ledge of all of our stuff that's like camera gear and our monitors and stuff behind the camera. You can't see it, however, there are two cup toppers, a Jar Jar Binks cup topper and a Boss Nass cup topper from Taco Bell. And they're just doing this. Like, they're just doing this, like, I give up. And you want to talk about two characters that probably just got wrecked in a way that Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Ryan Johnson will never understand. But if Twitter had existed, oh, my God, could you imagine? And I just look at those and they go, if we can get through that, we're going to be just fine. I love Star Wars, and I can't wait to see what they have coming. I just really want to know what that is. And I want to know more about what's happening and less about what's not happening. I want to be excited. Yeah. I want the fans to be excited. I want Lucasfilm to be excited. I don't want them to look at everything and just be like, oh, my God, these fans, and what are we going to do? Let's just all... Not the, I mean, wow, talk about making a, like a really long conversation. I have a, long, a very simple point, which is... I want to know what movies I'm getting, not what movies I'm not getting. So however you need to do that, do it. And as I'm movies I'm getting, movies we're getting, movies that are going to be made, I want to know about them so I can get excited. I can start theorizing and I can have my fun fan conversations. But for right now, dude, I just, I really don't care if you can't, if you're canceling the Boba Fett movie. You never said I was going to get one to begin with. What am I getting? What are we getting besides episode nine? Let's talk about the TV show, man. Let's talk about action figures. Let's talk about stuff. The Brez, we need you, the patron saint of stuff to talk about. With that being said, I got a really bad stomach ache and I got a really bad headache from drinking that storm. This might be the worst episode of Black Series Rebels ever. I don't think so, buddy. Did we do well? I think we did all right. Hey, man. We did all right. Once this camera goes off, we're gonna give ourselves a little hug. All right. All right, and with that being said, may the force be with you.
Thanks for checking out the show. And if you liked what you saw, remember to hit subscribe. And if you're listening to us over on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you guys want to support the show, you can check out our merchandise shop. Every order that we sell goes right back into helping us make this show. And remember, tell your friends. May the force be with you.